Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, man. I'm ready. All right. Welcome. I'm going to be. Yeah. Welcome to PJ's podcast. I'm your host, Ruben Mitchell. Alongside me is Monty Frazier. What's up, Monty? What up? How much, man? How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Just, uh, you know, trying to make it, trying to make it in this world. You know how it is. It's not, not always easy. No, it is not, man. It's not. I'm, I'm dealing with, you know, my son in the hospital, which is, uh, causing me a little bit of frustration, but he's getting better. We're working on it and hopefully he'll be home soon. So once he gets back home, I'll feel a lot better. I'll be a little bit more chippy when we get on the next uh, podcast. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, pray, prayers going his way for sure, man. I appreciate it, brother. Well, we're going to get into the political side of this because there was a, a report that came out uh, the other day from the Energy Department confirming that there are classified, uh, classify, or there was a classified report uh, that determined that the virus escaped from the lab in uh, in China. So, I mean, that's just the first thing because, you know, well, two years ago, if you said the virus was leaked from Wuhan, then you were considered a dis, you were considered to be spewing disinformation. And now two years later, they're like, oh yeah, hey, um, it actually came from, came from the lab. And it's just, it, it just is, is baffling me, man. It, and the thing is, is we all knew this thing came from the lab. I mean, <laughs> the amount of gaslighting that was done, right? They were like, we know that the virus or- originated from China. Well, where in China? Well, they think the first, you know, case was in uh, Wuhan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, w- the person that got it oh well they actually worked in a lab that made viruses taken from animals to see if you know humans can can get infected oh uh, okay so the first person that got infected worked at the lab that made viruses just like this yeah yeah but but that's not what started it that's not where it originated from oh okay all right that sounds great i'm gonna believe that right like what (laughs) what right dumbest thing i've ever heard actually it came from wild bats okay i mean you didn't oh yeah yeah that's right i forgot i forgot you you are allowed to say (laughs) you are allowed to say covid came from eating bats but if you said that it came from a lab that actually tries to create these types of viruses you were a nut job right you were just out of this world a conspiracy theorist all these different things right like it, mm-hmm. absolutely astonishing. And the thing that really irritates me is nobody, nobody's going to get in trouble for this. Not, mm-hmm. not a freaking one of them, right? They can lie to us for two years and the, the truth is finally coming out and nobody's going to get in trouble. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, um, hits a nail. That's like, that's what I thought through this whole process. I was like, you know, people millions of people died and yet no one's on the hook for this and like you said like for two years now two plus years they've been 
just preaching and telling us this story about where this thing came from and you know and like how deadly it is and and, and all all this stuff and it, like slowly but surely more and more stuff comes out and it just doesn't seem to be true like any of it and so i mean that's it's just mind-blowing to me man like the faith and trust like that they want us to have in them but they're not giving us any reason to have faith and trust in them absolutely they haven't given us a damn thing right and so I mean, here's just I, I made a <laughs> I made a just a small list of things small. that they were <laughs> a, a very small list, and this is just this isn't even including anything else. This is just on COVID, the things that they got right. wrong, right? Yeah, where it originated, right? That right. that's that's the first thing. Uh, a natural immunity offered little protection compared to the vaccine. Well, 160 studies have shown that that is completely false. And and if you even said, hey, I have I got COVID. So, you know, I have natural immunity. Again, you were just called a a you you know, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not a doctor, you know, all these different things. Well, it turned out that was true. Right. Natural immunity offers good protection compared to the vaccine um mask right mask were claimed to prevent the virus transmission that has already been been shown to be false right school closures saved children from covid that turned out to be false young people would benefit from getting the vaccine booster and eh, false once again um i mean dude just i mean those are just a couple of them it was all wrong my question is, what did they get right? That's the question. What did they get right? You got anything? Can you think of one uh, thing that they got right on COVID? Uh, hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I was, that that I was, wasn't I, a gotcha question. I was uh, truly asking you. Believe me, like, I'm really trying hard to like play devil's advocate in this in this scenario, and like I I'm having a hard a hard time doing it, you know. And, and oh, there was man. there was and like being someone who's like in and out of the hospitals a lot, like there was a time that I was kind of like, you know, I was on the fence, and I was even at times like leaning towards some of this stuff that they're saying, like, hey, like we gotta believe these guys, and, you know, we have like people like. You know, Fauci and everyone, everyone saying these things like these guys are professionals, and like I, I wanted to be a believer, you know. And then slowly but surely, all these things like just, just checking them off the list, checking them off the list. Well, luckily we have a doctor that just uh, phoned in, so we can actually get his, uh, get his take on this. And uh, Justin, thank you for joining us. We're talking about COVID right now and just the renew report that came out showing that the origins right the origin of the vaccine came from the lab right that everybody said we were crazy for thinking that it actually came from right but then there's a huge long list of other things that they told us were false and now they're true you know and i wanted to get your get your take on a couple first one is were the mask actually protecting anyone well nice to be on by the way oh yeah i just hey. caught the i just caught the tail yeah. end of that i didn't have my 
my audio wasn't working, but I, I got the gist of it. Um, what do you mean by, by worth it? You got to be more specific than that. So what we were told was if you put on a mask, it prevents the spread of COVID. The cloth, the cloth mat, whatever mask, whatever you could put in front of your face. The cloth mask pretty much didn't, didn't do anything. Um, <clears throat> regular masks, they um, just reduce the amount of particles, how kind of how far they could go. And um, it's really hard to say if they really did anything or not. Um it definitely didn't protect the person that was wearing them. Um, not just a regular surgical mask. Now we have we have different masks that do help with that, but not the not the ones you see everybody wearing around. So we basically, like a, what an N95 mask to do yeah, anything yeah. In, in that regard. Pretty much, yeah. So the question I asked Monty was. We're, we're going through all the list of crap that they got wrong. And what I asked him was, name something that the government got right with COVID. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a... <laughs> Again, it, it, it's not a question to stump you. I'm just asking, what did they get right? Oh man, I'd have to have some time to think about that because nothing's coming <laughs> to mind off the top of my head. <laughs> what they got right? <laughs> I oh, mean, they man. did. Uh, you know, they did. Uh, um, I guess reduce some some barriers to be able to try and get a vaccine out faster, which they were able to get it out pretty quickly. Um, you know, you could say what you want to want about it. It, it, you know, in hindsight, but. I think it did help those that were vulnerable, those that were uh, at risk of getting very, <laughs> getting very sick with it. Yeah. Um, you know, just from so it, it, my experience, take care of the people. You know, it definitely wasn't a hundred percent. I had people that had the vaccine that that passed away, but in general, they usually did quite a bit better. Um, I mean, I guess that'd be one thing <laughs> if they got a lot of things wrong about about. Okay, that. I'll, I'll but, give you that. That yeah. uh, that's a that's actually a great response. Is the vaccine? That's one thing they got. Now the the information on the vaccine, I think they got wrong. No. But getting something out that quickly. Yeah, yeah. The role. I mean, the 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 information campaign behind it, um, all that stuff, which was more of what I would. Um, consider a, a government's responsibility and didn't really they didn't do it the right way they they turned a lot of people off from it um but yeah just clearing the way to get it get it done quickly to get it made that's about all i could think of that they did right i'm with you on that <laughs> yeah the so, uh, i was so... wondering if you guys were going to talk about the the origin thing because that's uh that's something I've been saying for a long time that 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 the evidence it didn't came from point a lab. towards. Yeah, you, yeah. You don't believe it came from people eating bats? What, what are you What are you saying? God, anytime somebody says that, she's like, "That's the most no. ridiculous thing I've ever heard." <laughs> yeah, I mean, they never really found a true intermediate um, animal host for that, like they do with with 
all the other um, viruses like that with SARS-1. Um, and I don't know, I mean, it's just one of those things you got to kind of use your, your brain there. And there's just, there's too much, there's just too much there that you can just discount as is really what everyone is trying to say that you weren't allowed to say. Yeah. I mean, that. let's see, there's a lab in Wuhan that studies <laughs> viruses, including coronaviruses that, that does that we know was doing gain of function research. Total coincidence. It just total, total it coincidence. happened to happen there. And so obviously there's, there's at least some um, reason to speculate and, you know, to, it was just being touted as, you know, a hundred percent, like a conspiracy theory. Like you can't say that or else you're a conspiracy theorist. And, you know, that's, that's just kind of the the language around that that uh, is not conducive to um, good dialogue at, at all. And and uh, I mean, especially when you um, add in the fact that it that it's China. I mean, yeah, any information yeah, right. you get out it. of there, yeah, any information you get out of there, it is a hundred percent filtered through the CCP, and so you're not going to get accurate data from them. So, um, I mean, just to, <laughs> I mean, even, even people that you would say are rather liberal that are still allowed to think for themselves. Um, like John Stewart, for example, um, he was one that, that kind of said that same thing. It's like, Hey, um, you know, we had this coronavirus breakout in the city where there's a coronavirus lab, like maybe that may have had something to do with it. Like you don't go to, if there's a, you know, an explosion with, with chocolate running into the water right next to a Hershey's plant, you know, what are you going to think? And he got pilloried for that. And Oh uh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's so ridiculous. I can't, I just can't stop laughing about it. I mean, it's just, oh my gosh, you know, just pointing out simple, you know, facts about, you know, there's a Corona lab, right? The first, the first known, you know, uh, infection was somebody who worked in the lab, like all these different things. It was just, yeah. it was a ridiculous, yeah. it was just absolutely ridiculous. Right. And it's, in, there's no way that you're going to be able to prove it either way at this point, I don't think, at least for quite a while just because um you know it is the the ccp everything that they give you is filtered through that it doesn't you know the the whole system kind of all the scientific um sort of checks and balances that are supposed to be there aren't when you have a, a a country like that that's totalitarian um but it it it's just the the inability to question that that I had yeah. the issue with because you're not gonna be able. I can't tell you that for sure that it came from lab. No one can't because you're never going to get that information from China. You're just not yeah. going to get the information from them. But just to be able to say, hey, this and this might, you know, there's a good chance that it did. Yeah. You weren't able to say that before. Um, I think now you can without you know necessarily being pilloried like John Stewart was. But um, yeah. you know, that's that was that's the big issue with it and. 
you know, I think if we ever do find out for sure, it's going to be a long time down the road and probably it would have to be after the, you know, the current regime is out or, you know, the communist party is out because we had lots of examples of that in Russia where similar things happen, where, you know, we, we did official investigations, even outside people came in and did investigations for, uh, you know, for, there was one example of um, a nuclear power plant that, that had an explosion and had, a, had, um, uh, you know, different officials from Russia, from other countries come in mm-hmm. and, and do their official investigations and find that, you know, that they did nothing wrong, that it was, you know, a, a freak action, something like that. And then yeah. it wasn't until 50 years later, after the fall of the Soviet Union, that there were some people that were able to come out and say, oh, no, no, this was all a result of mismanagement from the Soviet Union. And we only found out after the fact, like 50 years like later. A, so. Like a- like a small know. place called Chernobyl, maybe that's all radio. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Justin. Uh, first off, th- thanks for hopping on here so quickly. Um, I know I caught you off guard, but uh, <laughs> we, we wanted some, some uh, expertise uh, in this little discussion we have. So the last question I got for you before I let you go is, where are we? as of right now with COVID? I mean, do you, I mean, because I haven't heard anything on, you know, infections is, is, you know, deaths or or anything from it. I mean, is it even something that you guys consider within the hospital now? Um, yeah, it's still there. We have, I mean, I have like usually like one or so, um, at a time, and for the most part, they're not very sick. A lot of times they're there for something else. Um, we do have the occasional sick COVID patients still. I, you know, I had one not that long ago, um, but it is very few and far between the ones that are getting really sick. This particular one had never had COVID or a vaccine and happened to go this long without it. And she got pretty sick, but um, you know, the, the variant that's that's going around now it's it's not doesn't seem to be quite as severe it's it's more focused on kind of being able to spread and and causing less severe disease um so it's still out in the community i mean there's there's still probably quite a bit of of spread you know just from personal experience and uh, friends and family and coworkers and stuff people are still getting it quite a bit it's still there it's just the symptoms are a lot more mild and and most people have some sort of um, immunity to it, whether natural or from a vaccine or both. Um, And so, you know, I don't know what the future looks like for it, but right now it's looking more like a, like a flu type of um, virus uh, this year. So way, way, way better than, than past few years. Yeah. Any, any long-term, what what do you see for long-term? Do you have anything on that? Well, hard to say. It's only a few years out. I mean, um, definitely there's there are people that have um, whatever you want to call it. When you you know, long COVID, post COVID, those type of things. There are people mm-hmm. that that still have um, some pretty significant um, shortness of breath or just weakness 
uh, and kind of body pain and aches type of things. Um, but that's not, not that common. I haven't seen it a ton, um, but you know, long, long-term effects for, you know, people's lungs and scarring and stuff like that. It's hard to say. Yeah. I'm with you. Well, Monty, do you have anything for Dr. Mitchell before we let him go to bed? <laughs> uh, no, I made it. Oh, what's, uh, what, what's your thoughts on, uh, the government like or just you know shutting down the nation for this was this something that you think that was needed or you think you could have we could have survived trying to live a normal life uh i think it probably depends on what what timeline you're looking at like um i think early on when we had no information it was probably the you know the safest thing to do um as more of the information came out and you know the countries um you know some of the um like sweden in those countries that that took the approach of um protecting the elderly and letting the younger people that weren't getting as sick sort of um not shelter in place that has proved to be the better way uh, to have gone about it you know it's a lot of, like let's say a lot of that's hindsight but um right. you know it definitely uh you know the the effect of children it had on children i think is going to be the biggest effect we see from this and and it really you know all the evidence that we had pretty early on that the kids were doing fine with it and shutting down yeah. schools yeah. was I, I don't think you need you needed just to look back at that in hindsight i think we had plenty of of information at the time to know that kids would have been fine going to school. Um, I think, you know, teachers unions had a lot to do with that. Um, and I think it's, I think it's a shame that they kept kids out of school so long. Um, but yeah, yeah, that again, all of it's hindsight, but it seems, seems like that, right. that part of it yeah. is gonna, is gonna have a lot of um, effects down the line. Right. Yeah. It was psychological, we... right. For, you know just like kids and being like social around their friends and stuff like yeah. that even like you know uh like my daughter was like born during during covid and so she was mm -hmm. like not around people besides me and my wife for you know a good six months and until she like saw her her grandparents even so i think even psychological that's going to have a like a long-term effect on on children that that explains a lot money actually <laughs> that actually explains a lot how attached she is to you guys you know what I yes, mean? That it yeah. takes, it takes like six months for her to warm up to anybody, you yeah, know, and that actually any, explains a little existed. bit of that. <laughs> Probably. That's Probably. true. That's true. All right. Well, Justin, thanks for hopping on. I love you, brother. No problem. Can I be expecting future text out of nowhere yeah. <laughs> for medical expertise? We, for we were actually going to see if you were going to yeah. pick up. We didn't know. We were just going to go, and if you yeah. were going to hop on, we were going to let it rock. But I well, love you, so we just... I was that? in the middle of beating somebody in chess, and I had to stop the game, so I lost. Uh, Thanks a lot. Oh, there it is. I'm trying to get you. We just about <laughs> we value yeah. your opinion that much. We just we just need you to jump on real fast. We do, we do. All right, brother. Yeah, I love you, man. Thanks, fellas. Right, yep. love you too. Thanks, man. Have, good night. Well, so again, this you know, on, on top of everything that we just talked about, you know, something that 
is really a frustrating, you know, on top of everything that they told us was true, which we found out that wasn't right. I have a beef with uh, Dr. Fauci. You know, I think he was so, I mean, ignorant to, or not ignorant, that's the wrong word. He treated Americans like we were stupid. That's the way he treated us. I, I think it's arrogant, not ignorant. I think like arrogant. Like, that's the I, word I'm looking like, for. He's like, I've been in this position for like, you know, 20 years, X amount of years. It's probably longer than that. He's like, I'm smarter than you. I know more than you. You should listen to me. I'm right. You're wrong type of deal. Oh my um, goodness. Yeah. And I, I think he was just so arrogant about the situation um, that, 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 that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way too, especially when in the situation where like, you know, everything he, he said um, back or was wrong, you know, and I, and I get it like with something new, you know, you throw something out there and like thinking that's what the answer is. And then like, as, as you collect data and learn more, yeah, you're going to change your answer. But like this, this seems to be something that was just flat out wrong in, in that he knew um, he was telling the American people, you know, the wrong information this whole time. And, and on purpose, he didn't, he didn't care. On, on yeah. purpose. So on that, I, I actually have the quotes from him that show exactly what he was doing and how anybody trusted him, how anybody. And remember, you got berated if you didn't believe the scientists, right? If you didn't believe the <laughs> science, right? Believe the science. Well, it, here and then Dr. Fauci declared himself the science, right? But then. All right. So here's one. He said uh, herd, herd immunity would be reached when we got about 70% of the population vaccinated. And then a couple right. of weeks later, he changed his statement. He said it would be about 80 to 85% that would need to change. 85, 80 to 85% of the population be vaccinated. And he said he changed that number because he thought the public would tolerate a greater percentage. Not to science. He said <laughs> right. that he changed it because he thought he treated us like idiots, right? Like like we were dumb. And then on, on mm. top of that, I mean, the biggest one was the mask, right? This, this made me so mad. Right. So mad at the beginning, he said, right now in the United States, people should should not be walking around with masks. This was early in COVID. February, mm -hmm. March. Then later on, like we're talking a month later, he said, everyone should put on the mask. And the reason he said you shouldn't wear a mask was to prevent the healthcare workers from running out of masks. So basically he said, you shouldn't wear a mask thinking that we should wear a mask, but I need to tell the American people that they don't need a mask so the healthcare workers can get the mask. And then you turn around and say, oh yeah, but you should trust me. You trust me. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the science, you trust me. Okay, well, in May, 2022, he said- the pandemic is over. May 2022, the pandemic is over. The next day, he said, by no means is the pandemic over and you should still wear masks 
and you should avoid big crowds. And then he turns around and goes to the White House correspondent's brunch surrounded by a hundred people wearing no mask. This was like a oh, yeah. week later. I mean, oh, yeah. just the arrogance of that person. Just the arrogance yeah. of it. Oh my God. Or do, you, do you remember when he showed up to the baseball game and he's wearing like no mask and he's like, you know, shoulder to shoulder with like people. I'm like, wait, you're just, you're telling everyone to wear a mask, but like, here you are. And he's like, oh, it's in the open air environment. It's okay. I'm like, I'm you told us we weren't supposed to be doing that to science. Right. Like, goodness, right. dude. That's so, ugh. I mean, he just, right. everybody that was associated with, with Dr. Fauci, with the information just treated. And this goes to a broader point. This is what I was trying to get to right the government as a whole cheats us like we're all stupid treats us like we're not going to see the sleight of hand right the gaslighting like that we're just too stupid to look up the facts right i heard a congressman on cnn just like two days ago say the border is going great they have actually decreased you know border crossings Right? Right. Everybody knows that the border is out of freaking control. Everybody. Mm. Everybody knows this. But he's going to be get up there on national television and tell Americans to their face that we're dumb. What we are seeing with our own eyes isn't really happening. Right? You guys are stupid. You don't know how the you don't know how the statistics work. You're dumb. Right? Like border crossings in 2022 stopped 2,700,000 immigrants from crossing mm. in 20 in 2022 2021 was 1.7 million immigrants stopped do you want to know what 20 well 2020 isn't a good year but let's say 2020 uh 2019, I think would be the best one, right? 2019 is about 360,000. And that was under Mm -hmm. Trump, right? Mm -hmm. So again, they treat us like we're idiots and and get on national television. Oh, the border crossings is fine, right? We're doing a great job, right? We're, everything's under control. No, it's not getting out of control, guys. You know, don't believe your eyes, Right. You, you don't know how the statistics work. And I'm just, I'm done with it, Monty. I'm done with it. I'm done with them treating me like I'm stupid. Because we're not. Right. Like, we should be able <laughs> to see through this pretty freaking easily. But the problem yeah. is, is when you say that you're treating me like an idiot, then you're called a racist or a, you know, a conspiracy theorist, or you don't know what you're talking about because you're not a specialist in immigration or something like that they always just just try to uh make your arguments just uh not hold true like like you can't read the facts you know and it's just i'm I'm done with it i'm done with it you wonder why people don't trust the government boom there you go we just went through a list of about 20 things i we can't even we can't even talk about what they got right because they didn't get anything right you know what i mean like why would we trust you now 
Still working right. on that list, right? We got the vaccine and that was about it. Right. right. I mean, I think right. I think of, of what Justin has, has said and you know, following him throughout throughout the pandemic, it did help with, with people that were over 50 years old. It helped prevented them from having severe COVID, right? But it didn't prevent the transmission, right? You could talk to any any physician that was treating COVID patients. They could tell you, yes, if you are from the ages of 50 to older and you have some sort of medical condition like diabetes or you're overweight or you have heart problems, right? The ones that take the vaccine are seeing a better rate of survival. That's pretty cut and dry, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm good with that. that. That's one thing that they got right. Everything else, eh, they sucked. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I mean, you, you, I mean, you're right, and Justin's right. You know, I give you, if you look at it, you know, we talk about you know just natural immunity as like. You know, people back in the day used to expose their kids to chicken pox. You know why they did it? It's because so they had immunity to chicken pox. <laughs> yeah. And so like, so like oh, when they get older, they can't get chicken pox. And so like, you're like, and so like, so you're telling us to do that for this that worked, <laughs> you know, when, when was chicken pox a thing? I don't know, 20 years ago, 30, yeah. 40 yeah, years you're ago. Yeah, exactly right. It worked like that. It, it's okay to do it back then, but, but that's not a thing now. It, like, it, yep. like, it blows my mind. So, um. It's it's just so many things that like they completely contradicted themselves. Uh, the hypocrisy uh, about some of the things they said, you know, um, it just it just um, it just blows my mind, you know. And the I guess there used to be a time where, you know, what you know what comes out of the White House or what comes out of the government was like the the end all of the conversation. And you know, but now, like you said, we have mm. so much access with to mm. information, and we have so much access to like other types of news. You know, like, you know, CNN, Fox, like, they're just propaganda, like, you know, channels now. They're not actually news channels anymore, but you have really people that are digging into the facts and they're trying to figure out what's really going on. And now people want like, can kind of think for themselves and they're not just kind of like fed information and just running with it anymore. So uh, I think that's what the big difference is. And, and now, uh, you know, the government's trying to fight back a little bit, but. Um, or really at this point they're like we don't care we're just gonna, we're just gonna do it and you're gonna have to do it you know it's I, like I think that's probably like, true I mean as of this I mean, moment right I mean I mean look at the vaccine the, the vaccine you know like you know you know Justin even said like hey they did that right to the vaccine but then it's like okay how they rolled the vaccine out you know trying to make it a requirement awful. for people for for people to take it right we're like yeah I mean after a while, you saw the science says, yeah, the elderly and people with cor comorbidities, sorry, I can't speak, comorbidities need to take it. But like, but saying everyone should take it and then trying to say children should take oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know? And, and I was like, I mean, we have like this, like, come on. Like, I know, like, you got big pharma in your pocket and they, they need to be get rich off this by the exact same time and like you need to care about about the the, the public you know with the people that you know put you in these positions so I mean, yep. I mean i mean it is it is what it is obviously they they choose you know the dollar bills but um we now like can have a voice because now we we have ways of finding you know what the real information is it just yeah thank takes god open mind and and digging a little bit you you hit the nail on the head there be being able to think for yourself I mean, that's going to yeah. be the most important. I think the most one of the most important things that we're going to instill on the generation 
below us is being right. able to think for yourself, right? Because yeah. like you said, if you were to only watch legacy media, you would have, you know, the left and then you'd have the right, right? And everybody knows Fox News leans to the right. So, yeah. you know, the majority of their news is going to be skewed that way. And everybody else knows that MSNBC and CNN goes to the left, right? The yep. problem the problem is, is neither one of them will come out and say that they're biased either way. But I, I sat there and listened to Don Lemon on CNN say, no, we're non-biased. And, and it's just laughable. It's laughable. Right. You treat us, again, right. you treat us like we're stupid. Like we're just going right. to be like, oh, you're non-biased? Oh, okay, you know. That's great. No, stop treating us like we're stupid. Call yourself what you are, right? Which is fine. Right. You can you can be that. There are multiple media outlets that say, hey, yes, we do lean to the left. And we're still going to tell you the news, but this is how we see it. And that's fine. Like, that is fine. The problem is, is when you don't declare that and then you say you're biased and then obviously you're not. Right. That's when right. we have an issue. So we have a big issue. So the most important, I think the most important thing that we can do for the generation that comes after us and the generation that comes after that is tell them to think for yourselves. Right. We're in yeah. the we're in the age of information where you can pull up anything. Right. Somebody says right. something on the TV. All you have to do is just Google it and you can get the answer. Right. As long as right. Google doesn't start suppressing stuff like they did in COVID, which came out right. also that Google suppressed the 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 search of lab leak they suppressed it well they they all did like you know facebook i, I you mean know, i can't like believe they were, that they're banning videos or banning like people who are who are mentioning it you know like all any all those media face social media outlets you know media outlets were, were doing this you know and and i you know obviously there's no kind of regulation because you know facebook's a private company and or meta is a private company and all that kind of stuff and like they have the right to do what they want but at the exact same time um they they shouldn't be trying to coerce someone's opinion right they, you know, they should just be enabled like just provide the information and let the people choose um for themselves which way they want to go yeah well there i mean there's a whole debate in itself with that right like uh you know they said freedom of speech and and um that uh because facebook is a private company they're allowed to suppress uh mm -hmm. different you know there, there's a whole right. debate there which which we'll we need to do an episode on that because there, there's a huge <laughs> right. debate on that's that a whole different conversation it, it is i mean that that is a, and, and you know i'm a libertarian right i believe in in a lot of freedoms that you should be able to do as a private company but when you are in cahoots with the government, that's a different story, right? That's a right. completely different story. Um, right. So, the, I mean, there, there's, a, there's a whole different conversation to have on that. But again, we need people to think for themselves. We need people to stop being heard, you know, through the, through the gate of, you know, listen to what I'm saying. You know, we're never wrong. We're here to, to do the best by you. When they're obviously not, right? I, right? And Fauci's a great example with the mask, right? He, if masks were so important, why did he tell people not to mask, knowing that you needed a mask? Is that in the best interest 
of the citizens, right? Like right. they they do not have your best interests in mind, and that I think that's been proven over and over and over and over again. So think for yourselves, look up facts, right? Don't just be somebody being herded through, you know, into the pile of hey, we're just going to believe everything that the media says and the government says because that's just not right. It's not what what we're supposed to do, and I don't right. think you you should be treated like you're stupid, and that they're just able <laughs> right. to get away it, with things. And the right. ignorance. And this isn't anything new. Oh man, this isn't anything new. This is like I think the government has been doing this for a very very long time, and and finally like you know it's gotten to a point where like we can clearly clearly see it with our eyes that like it's blatant in our front of our face, and everyone's kind of like, whoa, hold on, this this is not right. So, yeah, um, I mean, it's blatant now. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. and if you don't, if you don't see it, you you don't want to, right? There's a, yeah. a, a you know, there's a theory of the uh, positive feedback loop, where if you only listen to things that uh, reaffirm what you believe, you're never going to see anything on the other side, right? Because no, if you believe yeah. in conspiracy theories, and then all you listen to is people confirming your conspiracy theories, right? You're never going to hear anything from the other side. Right? right. So and that's kind of right. what we it's one of the dangers of, of having all the social media outlets leaning to the left. Um, all the uh, I mean, just everything that you can that's uh, legacy media, social media, everything leans to the left. And if you're constantly seeing things that affirm right what what you believe to be true, but you never see anything on the other side, how are you supposed to you know, challenge your, your thoughts, right? How are you supposed to, to uh, make sure that what you are believing is, is correct. If you never yeah. hear anybody on the other side, right. Yep. And that's yep. kind of, I yep. feel like that's kind of what happened is we just got in a positive feedback loop and there was nobody talking loud enough on the other side to bring people right. over, you know? Right. Right. For sure. And like, it's a, it's a slippery slope because, you know, with, with the amount of information out there, like now there's, you know, misinformation and there's disinformation and, yeah. and, you know, trying to like, you know, we, we through all that to find, you know, what's real in like, in, in it's hard. And like you said, and then you have like the left pushing their agenda and the right pushing their agenda, trying to sway you one way too. And like, you know, it's, 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 it's not easy to find out, to find what's real, True. what's not, especially, you know, especially when you've been not trained or programmed, but like you've been thinking one way for so long, it's it's yeah. kind of hard to, to, to see it the other way. And it's been affirmed over and over and over and over and over yeah. again. You know, it, yeah. it, it is, but we're, I, I think we're at a point where we're seeing a little bit of a, um, a, a change in uh, getting away from where we were a couple of years ago, right? Where you almost felt like you couldn't say anything Right. Without getting, you know, the hammer thrown at you. And a great example right. are the comedians now. Right. You, you've you got, you know, Dave Chappelle, who's who is obviously on the left, but he's going against, you know, the far left in a lot of things that he says, you know, uh, and then you got Chris Rock, who has has been on the left his his entire career. And during his Netflix special, he just went off. He just went off on on so many things that three years ago he he, he absolutely would have got canceled 
there's no doubt in my right. mind that he would have got canceled with some of the stuff that that he said right so right. i think that's a good uh, a good tell sign that some of the the population and some of the celebrities are getting fed up with it now right yeah. well with with dave Chappelle, no one was ever safe like if dave was <laughs> yeah. like obviously like you know, he didn't, he didn't care. He got canceled from Comedy Central. He's, he went to Africa for a couple of years and he yeah, came back. Right. He was like, like he, like he, like if if he is wrong by anyone in any way, if he sees or the you know the government is wronging American people, like he will be the first one to speak out. You know, like and like I've actually seen like all of his specials, and the guy is a smart guy. And like, if you he's very kind smart, of weep, very you, educated. You, yeah if you weed through the jokes and kind of hear what he's saying like he actually speaks a lot of truths man so um but 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 you're right like there's more more people are kind of waking up and um just kind of thinking freely and being open and i think i think they're you know they're hitting out on not just the right anymore but on the the left as well yeah i mean uh, and again it's it's not about uh bringing somebody from the left over to the right Right. It, that's not what what I'm you know, what we're talking about. We're just talking about people thinking for themselves and being able to express yeah. thoughts. Right. Without somebody saying that you're dumb or stupid or you don't know what you're talking about. Right. It's just right. we got to be able to have conversations about it. Like yeah. it, there yeah. for a while, it felt like you couldn't even have a conversation about right. any of this stuff. You know, and right. it was kind of like taboo to do it. Right. And especially yeah. do it. Well, somewhere online right right for sure for sure like yeah just have an open mind like i said like even talking to you like you've opened my mind to thinking a certain way you know and hopefully like i've thrown ideas where you're like oh yeah i never thought about absolutely that our last conversation was one you right. know that was you know, absolutely one because before i you know back in the day not you me and you of course but like other people like as soon as you offered a different idea that's not theirs they would attack you you know or mm -hmm. they would automatically sh shut it down and so, like, I mean, that's not how you grow and that's not how you, like, understand what's really going out there in the world. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think we need more of that for sure. I agree with you. I agree with you 100 percent. Well, um, let's leave the political talk there. I think we got through quite a bit. Um, yeah, let's let's move into some some sports. Um, so there's a couple of things that we need to address. A, we jinxed the Bucks. We right? jinxed we, the Bucks. We absolutely. Uh jinxed them they lost uh, to the sixers exactly after we started talking about it right so uh, shame on us we, yeah. we did it we we know better we we know yeah. better than to do that but the knicks the knicks are still winning right now the the knicks yeah. are 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 kicking butt i mean they are really really um just they they look on fire they just look on fire and i'm having a hard time you know Hey, Just, who, who were the who's on the Knicks again? What, what were the players you were telling me about? Derrick Rose. <laughs> I know one of them. <laughs> oh, right. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I think Derrick Rose is there. Yeah, Derrick Derrick Rose is on the team. Yeah, right? Derrick Derrick Rose is on the team. <laughs> but the, I mean, they just look so good. They they look so good, and they they almost look like I mean, they just beat the Celtics. They just yeah, beat well, the Celtics, it, right? I the mean, Celtics are on a three-game skid right now, too. So, like, you know, uh, I think you know the 76ers, the Cavs, and the Knicks—they're three, four, and five. They're slowly catching up to the Bucks and the Celtics. This could get very interesting as you know the next couple of games start to play out. 
Yeah, I, I think it is. I, I think this is going to get uh, very, very interesting as uh, we get closer to playoffs and see if the Knicks can stay hot. I know, you know, um, I I know everybody in New York wants the Knicks to be to be good. Yeah, I mean, well, like, they haven't been good I, in so many years, you know. I think the whole NBA wants the Knicks to be good, right? Like that's your like, you know, the the big market, you know, remember like the John Starks and Patrick Ewing days. And like, oh, yeah, um, yeah. You know, everyone wants the Knicks to be good. I feel like, um, and, and I, I think I agree with you on that. You know, like there's a one time like they were in the conversation with the with the Bulls and the Celtics and the Pistons, and like they were they were kind of in the same conversation. And like obviously they they've fallen out since then. So I think every everyone kind of wants to see the Knicks kind of kind of do well, especially those New Yorkers. Man, they're crazy. So that <laughs> yeah, I I mean they are they are crazy fans. They they love their Knicks, and you know I think it I think it is good for the NBA when they are you know a good team and. I think the the view the NBA viewing is is down tremendously, right? Like, I don't I don't think it's a, a secret that they're not doing so hot right now, right? And uh, you know, Knicks getting on a run kind of gets that uh, the viewership up, right? Because it's just such a big market. So it's good for the NBA. I, we're NBA fans, right? I want right. the I want the league to thrive. I want people talking about it. There just hasn't been much to talk about. Right? right. I mean, there oh, yeah. just there there really hasn't. Um, but this is something to talk about. An unknown Knicks team that was supposed to be god awful is making a run. They're making a run, <laughs> man. And they're, they're beating they're make, good they're teams. Run. They're beating right. good teams. They beat the Celtics twice in the last six games. Right. That's and the Celtics crazy. may be the second best team in the NBA. Right. Yeah. That's something 100%. to go into the playoffs with, but they gotta stay hot, you know, considering yeah. the talent that they have. They have to stay hot because if they don't stay yeah. hot, they're going to get into playoffs and they are going to get just absolutely destroyed. Right. Well, I think the important thing is, you know, you want to get a good seed where you where you avoid the Bucks and you avoid the Celtics until you're in the conference championship game. Absolutely. Like you, don't, you, don't want, you don't want to see those guys in the first round, right? And have to play a seven game series or a five game series uh, against against those guys. So I I, mean, I think, you know, they're fifth now, you know, hopefully if they can get the fourth or even, you know, what, where are they at? They're two and a half games behind the Cavs. Um, they can get the fourth or, or third, even like, I think that they'll be sitting pretty going into the playoffs. I, I agree with you. I, I think maybe their goal should be just to avoid, avoid right. the Bucks at all costs, right? Avoid the Celtics right. at all costs, right? Get us right. a little bit deeper into the playoffs. Um, I'll be intrigued to watch who kind of steps off or steps up during the playoffs though. Right. Cause they don't have a true, you know, uh, showtime guy. Right. I mean, right. who who's going to be the guy that's going to step up and, and uh, you know, take them through those hard quarters. Right. Where right. They, three they or four guys aren't making it, but you know, this guy can step up and, and uh, you know, make some buckets. Yeah. They don't, they don't have a superstar on their team. So Derek um... Rose. Don't forget about Derek Rose. Rose. Yeah. And and they have a couple of injuries right now too. So even on their star studded team, they're, they're going to be hurt. Yeah. They're going to be hurt a little bit. Yeah. uh, I'm pulling for him, man. I'm pulling for him. Uh, I hope they make a good run. I know. I know. I I mean, you, you like your, your, your dark horses, you know, like your, your ORU. That's right. That's right. In the NCAA, they're, they're going to oh, do it. Are you? Oh, are you? Is on a two-game losing streak. So, uh, they're they're not doing so hot right now, but 
they still are my my dark horse. And that was kind of the the next thing I, I wanted to talk about is just we're we're getting very, very close to March Madness. Very close to yep. March Madness. And yep. uh something yep. that that I saw it kind of blew me away because I don't think I've ever uh, actually uh, seen this before is where Duke is right now in the rankings. Did yeah. you see this? Duke is 21. Have you ever seen that in our well, lifetime? Well, I mean, this is the first year without Coach K, you know? He's, I know, but retired. but still, so. Duke, I, I've never seen Duke this low before, ever. I mean, they. I mean, when you're a, a a number one recruit coming out of high school, right? You basically look at Duke and Kentucky first, right? Yeah. And then Kansas, maybe, right? You right. throw Kansas in there. Car- Kansas, North Carolina, man, they're they're not in the mix either. No, I, North Carolina hasn't been relevant in you know <laughs> quite some times, but right. um, you know. It, just i i you know we grew up in the era dominated by duke right duke was always relevant always relevant mm-hmm. and to look at the standings and see how far they've fallen is just kind of uh, really surprising to me you know what i mean you could always count on duke being you know one or two in your brackets now you can't so again but you know how much talent they have where do you put them right i mean they're 23 and 8 right now they're not terrible right they have gobs of talent where do you put them right uh, are they are they going to be the other dark horse that goes yeah, deep man. you know what i mean like it, I, 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 I now that i'm talking about it, it's kind of interesting it's I mean, gonna I, be interesting I've, i would never put duke and dark horse in the same sentence ever you yeah, know exactly I mean, exactly like you they, made you made my point for me it's a weird <laughs> thing it's a it's a weird thing, you know, right? I mean, so, I mean, like they only lost eight games, though. Like, I mean, you can't you can't fault them too much. Um, but obviously, you know, when you think of Duke, you're thinking like you know three, four lost team and you know beating beating the big dogs. So, I mean, it'd be interesting because like obviously they'll they'll make the tournament just because of who they are. And I mean, I tell you what, once you're in a tournament, I I wouldn't want to play them. That's for sure. Yeah, I think you're right there, and and that's kind of what I was saying is is you know where do you where do you put them right if they're if they're 21 what they're going to be uh, a five seed ish five or six mm-hmm. seed um which puts them in a decent little spot uh but i i think it's somebody to um somebody to keep an eye on i mean they are on a little bit of a streak i mean they they've only lost to kansas and purdue in the last 10 games or so so how they how they do in the ACC tournament? Are they still playing in it? Uh, yeah they uh they just beat uh UNC. Uh, I don't know exactly where they are in the tournament, but I know that they're still in it. So, okay. uh, let's see here. Yeah, um, but it, it, we're we're getting close to Mar- March Madness, so we're gonna have to uh, look at our brackets once uh, once everything comes down. Uh, but I wanted to go over the standings, uh, the rankings real quickly, just so we know exactly who is top five. But some of these guys yeah. uh, were actually surprising. You've got Houston is one, uh, UCLA, Kansas is three. Uh, Alabama's still up there. Uh, they're mm-hmm. still up there at, at number four. 
Um, if they keep going, it looks like they may get a one seed, uh, get lucky. Uh, Purdue, Marquette, uh, Texas is seven. Uh, which when did they start to be have a good basketball team? I don't remember them having <laughs> a good basketball team. I don't know, but they're, they're twenty three and eight. Like they have the same record as Duke, basically, right? And, and yeah, and but Duke lost a- to some some unranked, you know, right uh, people. Looks like Texas Texas is on a little bit of a heater too. Plus, they just beat Gonzaga. They just beat oh, okay. Gonzaga, yeah. and they didn't just beat them; they whooped them by twenty points. Well, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Um, and they've only lost once in a, in the last uh, looks like ten to twelve games, so I mean they I think they deserve to be there. Uh, I just don't remember them ever being relevant in basketball in a long, in a while. Not not uh, not since the Kevin Durant days. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Arizona eight, Gonzaga uh, nine, and Baylor ten. Um, St. Mary's is up there. They always tend to make a run. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're 16. Uh, San Diego State, right? Uh, they've made a couple of runs in the last couple of years. They're 20. Um, TCU's 22. So, I mean, we. I think that top four is going to change uh, with Alabama. I think Alabama is going to get kicked off. I think the other three will be fine. Um I don't know who they pick for for four, if that's going to be uh, Purdue or Marquette, but I think Alabama will fall off and get the two seed, mm-hmm. uh, Arizona and Texas. And uh, uh, I guess Gonzaga will still kind of stay out. I don't think you well, – I mean, Gonzaga may may take Arizona as the number uh, number two seed. Uh, coming yeah. down to the well, wire here. I think a, a lot of this is going to depend on how these guys finish in their uh, conference tournaments, right? So, yeah, you know, if, 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 if well, I don't think know. Houston's going anywhere. Houston, right? Houston's definitely not going anywhere. I don't think, and I know, don't UCLA, think UCLA is either. I don't care how they I do think in our the tournament. Top, I think our top three. I think UCLA, Houston, and Kansas stay the same no matter what, you know. And then you know your four, your 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 last one seed, and then your your two your two seeds like that's in the air right now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. As we get closer, we'll, we'll uh, deep dive into a, a couple of uh, dark horses that we have picked out. I know I've got a couple picked out uh, and we'll go through them next, uh, next podcast um, and see who goes deeper and we'll have a, a bet or something like that, Monty, between me and you uh, for the winner <laughs> of that. So sounds good. Yeah. We'll, we'll get yeah. into that. I got some final NCAA news for you, though. I know we talked about this uh, on the last podcast. Our boy, please uh, tell me, Ant- please tell me, Ant- he didn't get it. He did not get it. Oh, um, car! Oh, yes. Boy, Thank you. But there's a there's an asterisk. There's a there's oh, a oh god, those damn asterisks, man. Yeah, those damn asterisks. So Antoine Davis, right from Detroit Mercy, the Titans, uh, they lost to Youngtown State in the in the conference tournament. Um, he he missed it by three points. He was three oh. points shy, and he actually missed a three pointer at the end of regulation that could have either tied it or could have won the game. So basically like he had his chance to, he had his he chance had his, to, to well, do he it. He had six years to do it. So well, he had six years <laughs> and I, I went back and looked. pistol Pete did this in three years. Yes. He so did. basically it took this guy twice as long to get even remotely close. He's three points off. Obviously this, the, 
Detroit Mercy's record is awful, right? The, they're not going to make the NCAA tournament. They're not going to make the NIT. But for once, there's something called the CBI, the College Basketball oh Invitational. And get this, bro. Basically, it's a pay-to-play tournament. They don't pick oh, it. You, pay to, you pay to play. And there's a $27,500 entry free entry fee per, per college. And so, and so basically, uh, Detroit Mercy can basically pay this money just so Davis breaks the record. Oh, and so it's, it, oh, that's so wrong. It, it's so a five, wrong in it's, so many it's, ways. It's so wrong. It's a five-day event in Daytona beach, Florida. And like, and they actually interviewed Davis and Davis was like, he wants to play in it. Obviously, and, you know, obviously, but like, I'm like, come on, man. Like how many games do you, and I think, I mean, like, how many games do you need? What do you, what do you want? Like, does it mean that much to you? And I think like that record would be, be just scarred. Tainted. If tainted. Yeah. T- tainted. If they allow any, this to happen. Anything to do with it. If, if they allow this to happen. So, and, and get this, I didn't know this either, but uh, his dad is the coach at Detroit. Oh Mercy. dear God. They're going. Absolutely. So, you know, a hundred percent, he is begging oh, that man. school right now to, to pay that money. So his son can break the record. And they'll probably lose in the first round anyway. So, so, That's so who knows, wrong, but, man. disrespectful but pistol Pete. It's, it's disrespectful of pistol Pete and just college basketball. Like I said, like in the last, in the last pod, I was like, you don't want your record breaker being someone who came and make the league like that, that's a slap in the face of, to college basketball. So well, which, um, I, which one gets him more respect bowing out saying, Hey, you know, I, I had my chance, had a great run, right. I'm three points shy. Um, you know, but I'm going to hang them up here. Pistol P did it in three. I did it in six. And uh, you, you know what I mean? Like what's, or right. my daddy paid, <laughs> my daddy made yeah. the school pay so i could beat your you know which one do you right. think is going to give him more props because if he beats it in the way that you're talking about nobody right. is going to care nobody no. not, not a one all. of them right and if right. anything they're not going to like you i'm not going to like right. you i'm not going to like you for paying <laughs> the beat pistol it's... pete's record are you kidding me it's are dumb you kidding me? it's stupid right. don't do it bow out don't do it Right. I think so. I think it will be better in the long run if you just bow out now. Right. And yep. just say, I'm not going to do it. That that seems cheap to me. You know, right. like I said, I, I had a good good career. I'm three points shy. I did something that only, you know, two other people have ever done in their entire basketball career. But don't right. break it by paying to get in a tournament. Stupid. Do not do it. Stupid stupid like i mean the people who even who i don't know what kind of sanctioned tournament this is but the college basketball invitational and you have to pay to play i mean that's crazy. <laughs> so dumb that is so dumb it's, please it's, don't do it's it. crazy please, please don't do it please don't do it do not do so it. um i said do i said we'd, we'd follow this and, I, and give a little update so so there you are so i'll uh our next pod i'll let you know if uh if uh detroit mercy's in yes please go go titans yeah right all right well uh we're getting getting pretty late here so um let's move into just a a little bit of conversation uh for our our jesus portion and Mm -hmm. 
really, I, I just wanted to to touch on kind of where you feel, um, just the the state of the church, state of the uh, Christianity as a whole is, um, you know, as of right now. I I'll I'll start us off with I I believe that uh, you know our our church is not in the best position as of right now. Like I stated last podcast, I think we've exited um, you know the culture conversation. We've we've exited um, exited is exited even a anyways. <laughs> we've removed ourselves from the conversation in you know the culture. And then we've completely removed ourselves from the political realm. And I think it's been a, uh, a just has put the church in a very weak state, I think is where we're at right now. I feel like the church is very mm-hmm. weak, uh, doesn't have a lot of influence, right? Um, church attendance is, is way down. And, you know, I just, I, I think we have a lot of work. Uh, to get ourselves back into um, good standings, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree with with all that. Like, I mean, you touched on it um, last week about you know just the the influence of the church in you know the political sphere. It's just it's just not there, right? I mean, obviously, you have people you know, say they're Christian and then they, they do the, you know, and then they, once they get in position of power, they, they act the opposite. Um, and I mean, I, I mean, you think talk about, you know, the ethical and moral stuff that we talk about, um, it's definitely not Christian driven, you know, in, in society and, and in politics right now. Um, I do, I do think as, you know, a lot of our couple, first couple topics in, in, um, in religion, the revival you know, has, has kind of helped and kind of been motivating, I think. Um, I hope that continues. Um, and I, I hope that spreads, you know, I, I you know, I, now in different countries, actually, I, I've, I've heard this, this taking on. So, but I, I, in the long run, you know, I, I hope something comes out of that where like, you know, people, people don't just, you know, praise and worship for you know a couple of days and then go home and go back to living the lives that they lived i hope mm-hmm. you know they try to get into you know a, find a church or find a you know a, a community group or something like that where they can continue this and then you know hopefully bring other people with them and hopefully it can, it can grow right until until we can kind of get you know religion back on par to everything else where, where it needs to be yeah yeah I, i'm with you and you know, uh, something that that I've realized having small children is there's not a, a ton of Christian cartoons to put on, right? There's not oh, a ton of zero. good moral things that you can. I mean, I grew, I grew, I don't remember, or I don't know if you remember like Veggie Tales, right? I yeah. grew up on like Veggie yeah. Tales, like things like that that were based on you know biblical stories and you just don't you don't Mm. see that anymore and Mm. um i I think that i haven't seen anybody really make a push to get back into you know that realm right i haven't and and i think i think they're the mega churches i think have have killed the lifeblood of christianity right they they have made it about money 
and have uh, have their own private jets and just all these different things that just, you know, put a bad taste in your mouth. And right. if you're trying to con- convince people, right, to uh, open their eyes to Christianity, you know, who do they see most of the time are these mega churches, right? These guys yeah. like, you know, that that have are selling out the old, you know, Houston Astros, right, stadiums and, and having mm-hmm. millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, right? And anybody that's read the Bible knows that, you know, as a pastor, it's probably not what you're supposed to be doing, right? And it, it just, we need that leadership to kind of uh, be sidelined by people speaking the truth, uh, people that are are living in pureness and in righteousness with the Father and working hand in hand with him. Right? right, because I don't see any of the big churches doing anything to push the kingdom forward. Right? right, I see them trying to maintain attendance in their church. That's what right. I see. Right, but right. that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Right, Jesus right. says, you know, we're supposed to be spreading the good news of the kingdom. Right, advancing the kingdom, and that's not what I see. It's not what I see at all by any of the leadership, and right. you know. Weak leadership breeds, you know, weak people below them. And you have mega churches that I think are are poor leaders and the people within those churches. I'm not saying I'm not saying every single one. Right. Don't take it out of context. I'm just saying I don't see them talking a lot of meat. I see them talking a lot of milk, so to yeah. speak. Right. Right. And I right. think for 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 things to change, we have to talk meat. We have to to really get into the tough conversations that come with being a Christian, right? Mm. And a lot of people don't want to have that conversation because of kind of the culture that we live in now. But we're going to have to have these conversations. Yeah, right? absolutely. We, we right. really are. Right. Well, I mean, I think, and especially when it comes to like um, Christianity or just bringing people towards Jesus and, you know, trying to get people involved in the church and just interested is like, it's like what, what uh, you, you do, you know, what, you know, Jeremy and his, you know, dad does like, you guys are boots on the ground, you know, like go to biblical times, read the Bible, like Jesus didn't hang out with Kings, you know, and the rich people, right. He, exactly he right. surrounded himself with the, you know, the worst of the worst, you know, poor people and prostitutes and thieves and, and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, you know, and, and it's those people that he reached out to and tried to change, you know, you look at these big churches and they're just asking for money from people with a lot of money. Right. And that, that's not doing anything, you know, but you know, you go into, exactly like right. said, like where you're at 61st in Peoria and you go to some of these places and these people, people are like, they're all, you know, they're, they're on the last leg, you know, and, and, Absolutely. you know, and, and both of I, you and I know, like miracles are real miracles can happen. And, and when these people, you know, start to dive in, you know, to Jesus and dive into the father and like, they get a real life miracle happen in their life and changes their lives around. Like that's change. Right. And then, and then Amen. those people, and then that's, that's your conduit, right? Like that, that's your, that's your uh, electric shock. 
and those people are going to go and, and like and they're going to they're going to do the work for you because they've experienced it right and then they're, they're going to go to the next person they're going to go to the next person and and they're going to bring those people to you right and then and then you know your job is to bring them to the father right and so um i think i mean that's that's what we need more of we, we need more people that aren't afraid to you know get get their hands dirty you know and just and go out there and just reach out i think um one of the biggest things that people are, are people that are believers are afraid to go out and talk about god and talk about jesus you know like it's so i mean it's so taboo i feel like you know going into the workplace or going into school and be like you know just just like inviting someone to church like i mean um i i think that's so powerful I mean, the worst they can say is no right you know but <laughs> but but that one time they might say yes they might go to church and may, they might have like a life-changing experience right and it's like i think that's that's what people that truly believe and truly want to make a change need to do you know reach out to someone that is going through a hard time that you, that you know might be lost you know that don't have that truthness in their heart and just just invite them to like hey come with me to church on a sunday you know or or just you know do something for them that that might make a positive influence in their life and to see what happens i think we're missing that Monty, i couldn't have said that any better myself <laughs> that was spot on brother i'm i'm telling you spot on you're 100% correct in everything that you said 100% Thanks, and we need more people that are willing to talk about Jesus we are we need yeah. more people that are willing to get boots on the ground who aren't afraid to you know say you know just talk about Jesus in general like you said it's kind of taboo well i'm yeah. i want to change that Right. Like it, that shouldn't be taboo, but everything that you said was 100% spot on. I agree with everything that, that, uh, that, that you said. So I, I'm, yeah. I say we, we wrap this thing up there. That was so well put. I think it's a great place to end. Um, talk to somebody this week. Let's talk to somebody about Jesus. Yeah. Right. Tell them how much the father right. loves them and cares for him. Right. Bring them into. Right. Uh, the kingdom and you know just be be willing to have that conversation with somebody that's my word of advice for for this week for anybody that's listening and for us right 100 so anyways let's wrap this thing up i think we've been on here for about an hour and 30 minutes so <laughs> until next time brother yeah. i love you yes i love you man see you in a couple of days Boots and cats and 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 boots and c